Welcome to the Level Up English podcast, the best place to come to practice the English language, learn about the British accent and culture. With me, your host, Michael Lavers. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Thank you for being here. I hope you're all having a fantastic week. So at the moment, I'm currently melting in my little office here because it's a very hot day in England and I have to close the window to record the podcast. So I might make it a shorter one today, we'll see, but it's very hot and sunny day. So hopefully I can finish this up and go for a walk. And if you listened to last week's episode, you do know that I love hiking. So if you missed that one, go back and check it out. There's a lot of good hiking vocabulary there. But today I'm going to be talking about problems and excuses that people make when it comes to learning English and why they are not relevant, to be quite frank. But before we get to that, I've got a few things to talk about. So first of all, I quickly want to mention italki as I do every episode and that is because they are fantastic. So italki is an online teacher database. So if you want to get a free $10 which you can use for online English lessons with any teacher of your choice, there's probably thousands to choose from, you can get those free $10 by going to my website levelupenglish.school forward slash free. So I've got a new link for you, levelupenglish.school forward slash free. If you don't want to type that, which of course I understand, you should be able to look across on your podcast app and there will be a link in the description of this podcast. So if you have some time, you want to improve your English, definitely consider doing that and it's also a great way to support me and the podcast and keep it going as well. Of course, there's also the transcript. So if you want to read what I'm saying while I'm saying it and improve your listening and vocabulary, then don't forget to check out the transcript, which I always include in the show notes as well. And I have also a podcast review. So the review I'm reading today, very short, but that's fine. I'm always happy. It's a five-star review from Angio234567. And they said, it helps me a lot. I like it so much. This podcast helps me a lot to improve my English. So thank you very much, Angio from Peru. That's very kind of you. And thank you to everyone else who has been kind enough to leave me a podcast review. It really does help get the word out and help more people hear about me. And finally, I would ask if you haven't done so already, you might want to check out my website, brand new website, levelupenglish.school. So just type in levelupenglish.school into the search bar and you'll see what I've got so far. We've got a nice community building. Um, so if you have any English questions or anything you want to talk about, language related, culture related, anything like that, we've got a nice community page. And of course, if you have more like technical questions about grammar and learning techniques, there's a place to ask it in the community on Level Up English. So I hope to see you there. At the moment on the website, we've got three courses. So we've got phrasal verbs training course, very important 
to have fluent English with phrasal verbs. We've got an expressions course to teach you some really common English idioms. And we've got free mini lessons, free mini lessons. So many of you will know that I am sending out weekly free email lessons. But the thing with email lessons is once you miss it, it's gone forever. So if you want to catch up on the lessons that I've sent in the past, those will all be in the free mini lessons and I'll be updating them every now and then. So if you want to find a great place to practice your English and hopefully a nice community as well, then check out my website, Level Up English, build your profile over there and let me know what you think. Okay, so the topic for today, I'm going to call it No Excuses Not to Study. This is another thing I was thinking about um, several months ago because I get a lot of messages from people who want to learn English, but people often have the idea that English lessons will kind of come to them, like they want it to happen, but they don't really want to put in the work. And I know listeners to the podcast are not like that because you're all hard workers because you're putting in the time and you're listening to this podcast. But I'm really passionate about helping people improve and learn, of course. But of course, I cannot do the hard work for you. And in fact, nor can any teacher. So that's the thing about language learning. There are no magic shortcuts. You know, there's no, it's not possible to become fluent in a month, as many people will claim. And it does take hard work and commitment. And that's very important to understand. And hard work requires sacrifice. So this word sacrifice is very important. And it means when you're giving up something to do something else. So whenever you do something in your day, in your life, it is a form of sacrifice because you're stopping something else that you could be doing. It could be very a very small sacrifice if you decide to study for 30 minutes in the morning you are sacrificing perhaps a little bit more sleep or half an hour spent watching TV, something like that. On the more extreme end, you could be sacrificing a chance to see your friends or even make new friends. And now I wouldn't necessarily recommend that because it's important to have your social time. But the point is, everyone has the same 24 hours in the day. And we can allocate these 24 hours to our priorities. So I'm going to say it here. It's not possible to get free lessons. You can have a free language exchange, but then you're paying with your time. You're paying with your time in that case. But if you want a lesson for a teacher, it will not be free. So improving will require some kind of sacrifice. And this could be a sacrifice of time sacrifice of money or something else. But the great thing is that everyone can sacrifice something. So of course not everyone can afford to pay for online lessons, it's just not possible. But in that case, I'm sure those people have some time that they can sacrifice. For example, to have a language exchange where you have to teach a bit of your language too, but you're also learning English. If you still feel like, you know, Michael, this is great, but it doesn't apply to me. Or for, for some reason, you feel like you cannot study. 
Think carefully about your reasons why. So what excuses are you making for yourself? So when we talk about excuses, this is the kind of reason you say to yourself as to why you cannot do something. So I'm going to talk about five of the most common reasons or excuses that people make as to why they cannot study. One of the biggest ones is time. And this is something I feel really strongly about because I've been here, I've experienced this as well. So people say, like, I just don't have enough time to study. And I always have a problem with this because we all have the same hours in the day. You know, sure, some of us have more demanding jobs, some of us have big families to look after, but for the most part, we all have the same hours and it just depends how you organise them. It's all about priorities. So when you say, I don't have enough time, or maybe I shouldn't say you because I don't think you, maybe, maybe you're not saying it, but when someone says they don't have enough time, in other words, they are saying language is not my priority. And that might be fine, you know, maybe that's a good thing, but you have to be honest with yourself. You know, for example, when I was a teenager, I really wanted to learn to play the bass guitar. So I tried it for a few days and I just didn't, I, c I couldn't find the time to practice and study. I, I couldn't find the time to get better at it. And at the time, I just said, I don't have time. But in hindsight, means looking back now, I realised it just wasn't a priority. I had schoolwork, I wanted to spend time with friends, play on my Xbox. Many more activities were higher on my to-do list than the guitar. And that was fine, I was happy with that and I, and I gave it up. And I have no regrets to this day. So if you find yourself making this excuse, try going through every minute of your day and recording what you do each day for a week. I think you will be really surprised at just how much time you spend on YouTube or kind of doing nothing or wasting time. Again, I know this because I have been in this situation. I use an app, which I mentioned before on YouTube, called Life Cycle. The Life Cycle app, it kind of monitors what you do in your day. So I know everything I do every day. I know where I'm wasting my time and it's really surprising sometimes just how much time I spend doing something that isn't productive. Even if you can't get half an hour from one of your activities, why not take five minutes of everything? You know, for example, you could reduce your TV time or you know bath time, whatever you do, by five minutes. Then you could also reduce your walking time by five minutes even get up five minutes earlier so you have five minutes less sleep. Five minutes is nothing in most areas, but that will add up to perhaps half an hour, which you can use to study. Okay, I hope I made my point there with time. The next area is, of course, money. This is the big one I started talking about today. So I don't have enough money. I can't afford to learn English. Learning English is, is expensive. So of course money can help. When you have money, you can save time because, you know, time is money, as they say. 
So if you have the money, you can pay someone else to help you and save time. You know, for example, if you hire a cleaner for your house, it's not necessary, but it will save you a lot of time cleaning. It's the same idea with language. So money can definitely help, but it's not at all necessary. So as I mentioned before, you can find free language partners. It's really easy. So many people want to learn your language. So just have, have a look and see who you can find or just kind of get out there and see who you can talk to. Especially if you live in a city, anywhere in the world, there's probably someone you can talk to in English, even if they're not a native speaker. They don't have to be native. So let's say you live in Riyadh, Saudi Arabia. I think Riyadh is my most popular city. I have a lot of listeners there. So hello to you in Riyadh. So if you live in Riyadh, I think it's quite a big city. So there's probably some kind of restaurant or establishment you can go to and you can find someone who doesn't speak your language, which I guess might be Arabic. And in that case, you can just speak English with them, make a friend, practice your English. And you can even talk to yourself. That does help a lot. Talking to yourself, thinking to yourself in English, watching TV, so many free resources online. It's definitely not necessary to use money. You can definitely become fluent for free. So that's a big misconception. You just have to be a bit creative and maybe be willing to put in a bit more time. The next excuse that people make is that I'm too old. I'm too old to learn a language. My brain is not young anymore. I cannot absorb information so easily. And there are a couple things that I disagree with here. You know, I've had students in their 80s before and, and they're still just as motivated and excited and passionate about language as the young people, as the people in their 20s. So age really is just a number. The brain is still happy to learn at any age. And although it can be a bit morbid, a bit grim, you know, no one knows how long we've got left on the earth, to be honest. So being too old should not be an excuse. And if you want a more practical benefit, I have heard studies that learning a language, especially at an older age, can help delay diseases and problems of the mind, such as dementia and it keeps the brain healthy. So it's a really good thing to do, I would say. And I would say it's kind of a fallacy. It's not exactly true that children are the perfect language learners because adults are perfectly capable of learning a language. I've seen it happen many times before. It doesn't really matter how old you are. So that's all I've got to say on that really, but age is just a number. Don't worry about it. The next point is that I'm not good enough. I'm just not good enough. Maybe I'm not, I'm not a natural language learner. It doesn't come to me naturally. So first of all, if you feel like you're not good enough, that's of course why you should practice more. So many people make this excuse, like when they first start learning a language, I don't want to talk to anyone because I want to be better before I talk to someone. But it's not going to be so easy to get better unless you put yourself out there and start trying. So you don't have to do this, but I really enjoy talking to people very, very soon. 
when I learn a language. You know, for example, I, start, I started learning Spanish a few years ago, and I had my first Spanish lesson maybe one week after I started learning. I didn't really know much, but I was learning so much every lesson that I was really excited about it. And the teacher was very patient. So it's never too early to start talking and practicing. And it might be true that some people are more naturally gifted in language learning, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't try. So I am not gifted. I've got a terrible memory. I can't remember what I did yesterday. Language learning does not come easily to me, but I would say it's mostly about the passion. If you enjoy it, it doesn't matter if you're good. You know, don't compare yourself to the progress of other people. It's just your own progress that's important. So every single healthy person on the planet has the ability to learn a language. I don't imagine many of you will think that's a good reason not to study because of course you're listening to the podcast, you're probably already studying. But when you do doubt yourself, when you do feel bad about your own ability, just remember how far you've come since the beginning and think about how far you could get to. If you don't give up, there's no telling how far you could go. The last point something I've mentioned before on the podcast, and something I can relate to strongly, is I'm too shy. I'm just way too shy to learn a language. And I 100% know how this feels, and I will be returning to this topic in the future. I think many people might be surprised, or they might not believe me when I say that I used to be shy. But even when I was 21, 22, I was incredibly shy. I was too scared to have language exchange. I was too scared to meet anyone to practice. So I just studied grammar. I just studied grammar alone, at home, on my own. I think I said the same thing twice there. But I enjoyed it. It was a nice way to spend time with myself and something to pass the time with. But I didn't make that much progress. Um, and I would say shyness is not, it doesn't have to be who you are. So I used to identify with that label and think I am a shy person, but that doesn't have to be the case. Of course, if you're introverted, that's fine. That's not a problem. But if you're shy, that implies that it's holding you back, which is not a good thing, I would say. So make baby, baby steps. And you have to do something scary. You have to get outside your comfort zone. And that is where you will grow. So even if you're terrified to do something, just have a go. You know, organize a 15 minute language exchange or 15 minute lesson with a very friendly looking teacher. And they will be completely understanding. You tell them that you're shy and build up from there. And maybe next week, do 20 minutes. Do something like that but you have to put some effort in and I promise you can overcome your shyness. So there we have it. Those are the five excuses that people often make. Time, money, too old or too late, not good enough and too shy. I hope I've given some good counter arguments for all of these excuses. 
and let me know what you think. I always love to hear your ideas as well. So I have now moved all of my podcast show notes over to my new website. So it's all in one place now. So if you want to leave a comment or view the show notes for this episode, you can go to levelupenglish.school slash forward slash podcast 63. So slash podcast 63. If you go there, you can leave a comment, talk to me, let me know what you think if you have any more ideas or if you've experienced any of these excuses yourself. And you can also leave a question for the podcast. So probably next week or some sometime soon, I'm going to be answering some questions that I've received, some audio questions. And if you would like to leave a written question or an audio question, you can head over to the website as well. Go to the podcast page and there'll be a space for you to get your voice heard on the podcast by thousands of people. So you can be a little bit famous for one day. <laughs> but I'm going to leave it there today. It wasn't as short as I expected, so I've, I'm a bit, you know, hot and melted now, but that's fine. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next week on the podcast. Have a great week. Bye-bye. You have been listening to the Level Up English podcast. If you would like to leave a question to be answered on a future episode, then please go to levelupenglish.school forward slash podcast. That's levelupenglish.school slash podcast. And I'll answer your question on a future episode. Thanks for listening.